Welcome to After the Whistle. That organization is a mess. Their owner is an asshole. Eugene Melnick is a piece of shit. Whoa. He is. I hate that guy. Yeah, it doesn't help when it doesn't help when you have a He doesn't care about the president. team, he just cares about the money in his pocket. I just don't think our defense is good enough to hold to make to give us a steady run at the playoffs. If we look at the Raptors going into the playoffs, what do you think the best case scenario is for them? I'm just gonna if they the playoffs started today. Would you rather play the 8th place Heat, who they've had trouble with historically, or the 7th place Philadelphia 76ers with Joel Embiid? I would take the Heat. After the Whistle. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of After the Whistle. Nice to have you back. We're going to be talking some trade deadline today. But first of all, let's get an update on you, Francesco. How are you doing? Ah, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. You know, the weather's beautiful outside. First beautiful day in, in, in like a long time. Or at yeah. least a week, actually. There's nothing better than just driving, putting on the windows, blasting sunglasses. some music. Yes, sunglasses. I got them on my shirt right now. It was good. Yeah. It's nice. Beautiful weather. It's a little taste of summer, but we know summer's still a couple months away. It gets you It gets you in the it mood. It gets you in the mood, for sure. Like, even driving even driving to school, like, it's better when it's there's sun out because yeah. it's like, ah, oh, it's nice out. 100%. 100%. And it was a trade deadline yesterday in the NHL, which is what we're going to start our show off with today because... Big trades! Well, there's a lot of trades to talk about, but that's typical of every trade deadline. Um, I think 37 players in total. No, there was 30. Yeah, 37 players no, 38. involved. 38, I think. Yeah, 16 deals or something with 38 players involved. So it's, it wasn't a crazy busy trade deadline compared to other trade deadlines, but there were some big players on the well, move. Even like they said last night on Sportsnet, it was like this trade deadline was, it set the record for most first trade, like first that were dealt in trade. What do you mean, like first I, rounders? Yeah, first round picks. There was okay. five dealt. Five so just in picks. terms of first round picks, yeah, yeah, that's that's been like in a trade like saying, oh, we'll get this player and we'll give up a first right. round pick. There was five first round picks given up, which was the most. That's out pretty of any significant trade yeah. deadline. Yeah, so let's start off with um, the Rangers and Lightning making an exchange. So Ryan McDonough and JT Miller to the to the Lightning in exchange for Vladislav Nemestikov, a twenty eighteen first round pick, a conditional twenty nineteen second round pick, forward Brett Howden and defenseman Libor Hajek. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but. Hey, Good. Similar. It's, it's probably similar to that, so I've never heard of the guy in my life. But let's talk about the big players involved in this deal. How much better does Ryan McDonough make Tampa Bay's defense? He makes them a lot better. Like, the Tampa Bay just got even better. I don't even know how yep. it was possible. They gave up some... Nemestikov's a big loss for them, but like, is, they have enough offense to supplement losing well, him. Even so. last night... Um, Couple guys got hurt for the Lightning in the game against the Leafs. Well, so. there that was karma right there. He, That's but exactly. Kucherov, so Kucherov's gone. out, but Johnson came back into the game. Just Kucherov is yeah. still. Out. I, I haven't read into how long he's going to be out for. Pretty much, but Tampa Bay's defense was good, but now it's great. Like now it's actually good because now you can pair. You can even do McDonough and Girardi on the second line. Then you can push Sergachev down on the third pairing, and like honestly. McDonough's a gritty defenseman who can put up points, too. Two goals, 24 assists this season. It's not bad, but he's just a hard-nosed defenseman who who the Tampa Bay Lightning need. But let's not forget, with this deal, the Lightning also got JT Miller. He's actually he's, he's good, too. He's got 13 goals and 27 assists this season. That's a good addition. It's so, it's it's a good addition to make to kind of make up for the loss of Nemestikov. Yeah, like for it kind sure. Of, kind of, it kind of eases the pain a little bit, but honestly... I, I don't know. I was surprised that they gave up Nemestikov. I, well, I guess that's kind of who you had to give up to get McDonough. But so does this deal make Tampa, again, the clear favorites to win the Stanley Cup this yeah. spring? This, I don't see how they're not the favorites. Like, 
now. Like, They've been the favorites, honestly. At the, even at the beginning of the year, we said that they were the favorites to win. I know, the but cup. now it's like cemented. Like now they are the team. Like they literally are the team. Yeah, it doesn't Actually, mean they will, but they, they just I think they have the best uh, chance out of anybody. But a lot of people are saying Winnipeg now. Winnipeg and we're going to talk, yeah. talk about stats. And we'll probably talk about later. later. But I think still Pittsburgh has one of the best chances because now they. Broussard. Broussard down the middle. But I think over, even the Preds, too. Yep. Preds they, got better as well. But I think the favorite, if it was, I think I'd go Tampa, Pittsburgh. Those would be my, yeah, those would be my two favorites. Winnipeg would be a third on my list. Winnipeg? I don't know. And then I'd know. probably throw the Leafs in. Or Leafs, yeah. No, but the, uh, you have to be realistic, though. The Leafs are a Stanley Cup contender this year. Like, they're a great hockey okay, team. Okay, they're a contender, but I don't know if they will actually contend. Well, yeah, just you because know? of the division they're in, right? You have to go through Boston and Tampa. Well, no one's catching Tampa. Well, the Leafs are only five points back. They went tonight, they're three points back of Tampa. Yeah, but do you really think they're going to overtake first? It's possible. It's possible, but do you believe it? Do you think they will? I hope they I don't think they will, but I hope they will. Okay, well, I, I, do. I don't think they will. I think they could. Second is good, but, look, but the we Leafs also have ske- the most games in hand. The, I know, but the Leafs' schedule coming up is not hard at all. They play Buffalo four times. They yeah. play Montreal and two more times. They play Florida again. Well, sorry, not games in hand. We've played the most games out of anybody in yeah. the league. So Tampa, that, Tampa has two in hand. But that's what I mean. That doesn't benefit us. No. Because we've played more games. So I so Tampa okay, still has the two, upper hand. Two, and even Boston, too. Two games is give or take. Like They can lose those two games easily. But Boston's got four or five games in hand. That's, you that's know, what When I mean. you look at that, you're like, okay, well, Boston will probably... Finish first? No, not. Fa- I think I think Tampa cemented first, and it's, it's just not cemented at all, in my opinion. In my opinion, it is, and then it's basically just a swap between Toronto and Boston for second and third. Understandable. Okay, change. well, let's talk about the Golden Knights. They got Thomas Tatar, and they just gave up some some picks. Basically, Detroit stockpiling picks right now. Yeah, they got a 2018 first rounder, a 2019 second rounder, and a 2021 third round pick, and none of those are conditional picks, so they're solid draft picks. So Detroit, obviously, they're rebuilding now, so they're they're just getting rid of players. Um, you've got, I think Zetterberg said he's going to retire after next season. Yeah, out with the old. Yeah, out with the old, in with the new. Detroit's going to be a bad team for the next five years, I'd say. But Vegas is looking really good. I forgot about Vegas. They're a cup contender as well. As much as we don't want to say they are, they, no, they are a they, cup they, contender. Yeah. And, and they just got even better with Tatar. Thomas Tatar gives, makes their offense that much better. Honestly, I was surprised because, well, I guess... In this season, no one really expected Vegas to do that well. And now they're basically just kind of throwing... No one expected them to make the playoffs. But no, but what I mean is that now they kind of can afford to throw around some of those draft picks that they acquired. Yeah. They stockpiled on draft picks, obviously, because they, right, with trades and stuff like that, not to pick players, they got they got good picks. Yeah. And now basically they can afford to give them up because their team's doing so well. And honestly, if they make a run for it, it's, it's kind of worth it. If they lose in the first round, then it kind of it sucks. Kind of sucks, but hey, why not get Thomas Tatar, who's can score goals, can assist? Man, Vegas just got a hell of a lot better on offense. Yeah, I agree. So next up on the list, the Columbus Blue Jackets acquired Thomas Vanek, who has been trade a part deadline of the, day. Yeah, he's been every a par- year. He's been a part of the trade deadline every year for the last, I think, three years. Um, yeah, he's just always going from from team to team. But uh, so the Canucks gave away Vanek for UC Okanen and Tyler Mont, which is, you know, Canucks Nothing. barely got anything in return. You know, Jokinen's played like 10 games this season. He has like three points. That was so, more so of like Vancouver just saying thank you for what, like, exactly. here's, your, here's your run at the playoffs. But why do you think Thomas Van? no one wants Thomas Vanek? He's always the guy that's going out. I, I think it's the opposite. I think a lot of people do want Thomas Vanek because at this time of the well, season. The, the teams never want to sign him to a long-term deal. He's always uh, like a I rental think, player. Because No, because he, I think him, he hit his peak. 
he had his peak back with Buffalo when they offered him that major deal, and that was his peak. And then ever since then, he hasn't reclaimed it. But he's one of those guys that you know, if you pick him up for the playoffs or for the second half of the season, he will put up points. Well, the, it the, it does make Columbus better because they didn't give up anything to get him. No, so pretty much sure, nothing. Yeah, Columbus gets a 17 goal score. He has 17 goals so far, so it's on pace for like 25, and which who? is a good season for Vanek. And uh, the last big trade of the day was Evander Kane going to San Jose in exchange for a couple conditional picks, a first-round pick, a yeah, uh, fourth-round pick, and Danny forward Danny O'Regan. But yeah, so Buffalo only gets that first-round pick if Evander Kane signs with the Sharks because he's a UFA uh, in the summer. Which I think, I don't know if he will or not. Well, I think it depends how far the Sharks go in the playoffs. Well, it's not even that because he's had a great, because he's, over the last three years, he's been kind of a, Questionable player where nobody really knows what he was. Like he, he has well, talent, but he never really produced. There, there's now a lot of those producing. off off ice uh, controversies yeah. as well that that take a hit to his reputation. But that's what I mean. So I think I don't really think it's how far, how well San Jose does. I think it's just all up to him. Like if he keeps producing, right now there's what twenty goals, twenty assists. Yeah. So if he keeps producing, it's basically it's up to him, and he's going to look for the most money. Because I think if he keeps producing, he's going to desert. He's going to earn himself the money. Yeah. to move somewhere. So I don't know whether it'd be with the Sharks. Might be a good fit with him, but I don't know. We'll see how it works out. But uh, definitely he makes uh, the Sharks better. It's a good addition. He's a good player. You you can't you can't disagree with that. He's no, a good then, player and he makes an impact any team that he plays for. Just, you know, with Buffalo, they suck, so Yeah, you're not going to make an impact there. Uh, and there's a couple more small trades. Uh Chris Wagner go up for uh from the Islanders. Uh, and the Ducks got Jason Chimera. Nothing, yeah, that's, no, that's no, no, nothing I'm trade. Talk about that. I'm not even going to talk about Brandon Lipsick, former Leaf, going to Vancouver for Philip Holm. <laughs> well, he re- well, the coach for Van- for Vancouver right now, they used to he coached Leipzig in junior, so there could be some. So magic there might be a good fit there. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty. Oh, we got to talk about Paul Snatsy. Paul Statsny. Yeah. Going to Winnipeg from St. Louis. St. Louis getting in exchange a first-round pick. Eric Foley in a conditional 2020 fourth-round pick. I don't like these <laughs> conditional picks. There's so there's many. So there's many so many them. rules to the condition. And like the conditions because they're all different for each conditional pick. It's like, oh, if this team wins the Stanley Cup, then yeah, I know you get it's the it, pick. There's but. so many rules, but that's a good deal for Winnipeg because for so long, Winnipeg haven't really done anything on trade deadline, and now they're basically rewarding the team. They're saying, all right. You guys are doing well. Here well, you go. And Stasty's it's, in- it's a good depth pick because they they realize that they have a chance to go far in the playoffs this year. Yeah, not far, really far. They could, yeah. they could make a real push. They could win the Stanley Cup. I uh, yesterday um, on TSN they're having a debate which Canadian team has the best chance to win the cup this season. Everyone said Winnipeg. Winnipeg number one, Leafs second. I'd say Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. If you because all the Canadian teams suck this year, so it's really only it's only Winnipeg and the Leafs you're you're basically betting on. Yeah, that's pretty much our yeah, only that's options. It. Yeah, those, <laughs> like, those are your only options because every other team is out of the playoffs. Wow, which is sad. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that the Jets and the I Leafs? love it. It's awesome though because I don't have anything against the Jets. I like them as a team. You know, you know how the Leafs fans you have rivalries with other Canadian teams, but the Jets are that one team you don't have a rivalry with because I partly because we don't play them much. But and because they're a new team as well. Well, there is the rivalry. I think there's a rivalry because Lonnie Matthews, so they're picked first and second. Yeah, so but it's no, not really a rivalry. It's not, but they're gonna. They, people the media always, makes yeah, it a rivalry. A rivalry because obviously one and two. Yeah, like McDavid and Eichel. That's not really a rivalry. Yeah, they between don't care them, about but they make it they a rivalry. Don't care about it. Yeah, hundred percent. And then Nashville got Ryan Hartman from Chicago. 
for and a fifth round pick in exchange for a first round pick, Victor Edgesel, I've never heard of him, and a 2018 fourth round pick. So Ryan Hartman again for Nashville, it's a good depth pick. He'll, yeah. he'll probably play in the third. Or he was a line. first round draft pick, so he yeah he's hasn't turned into first round draft pick caliber, but he's a good depth player. No, but he but watch playing with uh, in Nashville, he's probably going to turn it up and he's going to be he's going to explode. What eight goals and seventeen assists? Yep. So I'll, he, it's going to get bumped up a little bit. And then another small trade: Ian Cole going to Columbus. Yeah, Ottawa acquired him from Pittsburgh. Right? Yeah. And they were, they basically knew they weren't going to keep him, so they're just going to flip him in Columbus. Columbus of Ian Cole's not bad. He was always rumored to go with the Leafs. Uh, I didn't really think he would help the Leafs that much, but he's going to help Columbus. Columbus have added some good depth, and Ottawa is basically just bracing themselves. Ottawa's so, in a tough situation. We're going to talk about their situation with Carlson not going anywhere at the trade I'm deadline. I'm surprised about that. Now, so what about. Am I, so am I. But we're gonna, let's, talk, let's transition into the Leafs getting Thomas Placan. Well, I was going to say, well, before that. Because we're with Ottawa. We didn't really talk about the Broussard trade. Like, what do you think about that? Broussard trade is a yeah. great trade for Pittsburgh. All I want to know is how the hell Vegas got roped into it. Vegas is retaining 40% of his salary. Yeah. Like, and got Ryan Reeves. Like, what the hell is Vegas doing in this trade? It's be- I think like, I've read a lot of people saying it's basically George McPhee just did uh, Jim Rutherford a favor. They basically just kind of, he took that. He he was part of it just to give him a favor. Yeah. I don't really know, but like, yeah. Frig, I don't know how... Pittsburgh pulled it off, but they did, and now they they have probably the best center depth. They probably have the best. They probably rival the best offense. It's them and the Leafs probably with the best. Again, offense, they're I would one say. of the favorites to win the cup. On if you no, you know, no matter which look, way you want to well, slice it, they're they're look they're at your first look at group. your first three centers right there. Right, you got Crosby, Malkin, and Broussard. That's are, incredible. And Broussard's that's gonna and Broussard's playing on the third line with thing, um, Kessel. Kessel. And uh, Hag- Hagelin? No, is it Hagelin? Yeah, Carl Hagelin. Right. HPK line p- point two. Wow. Just That's replace Bonino with freaking Versailles. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see them win the cup again, but it's looking like they are they have a good chance again. Well, when you, when you have Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and, yeah, Sid, and, they're, they're, and Phil Kessel too, like it's... Yeah, and they're peaking at the right time right now. They had a slow start, but they're playing great hockey the last 20, 25 games or so. And also a small one, too, because I just I just know, before we get into the Leafs, because it's a rival, but Rick Nash. Rick Nash, yeah, we have that here as well. Rick Nash going to Boston. Now, Nash is not the player he used to be, but he's still an impactful player on any team. Yeah, that was a that was a lot, though, that yeah, and, and Boston gave up, though. They did get, uh, you could argue that Boston lost the trade. Well, I guess the way you look at it is that Depending on how far you go in the, if they if they make it to the Eastern Conference Final, then it's worth it. If they lose in the first round, it's definitely not worth it because, like we said, Rick Nash isn't the player that Boston's used to be. losing in the first round to the Leafs. Well, don't put that out. You never I'll know. put that out there. I'm confident the Leafs would beat Boston. But what I mean is that Rick Nash isn't really what he used to be. But it's basically not a at re- all. It, his reputation still holds him within high regards of the league. So it's basically like you hear it all the time, like last year with. The Leafs, when they got Brian Boyle, it's basically a rewarding your team. So, so Boston's rewarding their team. To you, does it improve their odds at winning the cup? I think it does. Yeah, because now you just have now you have another per- like he's a big body who has hands who can score. So now you just got to worry about him now. Like I agree. The, what is it? The line with the well, is it Bergevin, Marchand, and Pasternak? That's yeah. the one. Like that's one of the best lines in hockey. Now, now you got to worry about Rick Nash on the line as well. The only thing with Boston that worries me is they've got a ton of youth on their lineup, which is and good. That are, who are playing in their first uh, playoff action this spring. But sometimes that's better though because 
Well, no, sometimes it worked out for the Leafs. It gave them good experience, but like, I mean, you know, well, if you're if you're the experience will be lacking, but also Pro- having youth, it's good because they're not they don't know what to make of it, so they're not going to go in scared. They're going to go in with well, optimism, true. right? But still, like they're rookies, right? They yeah, had great regular seasons. They might, you know, shut down the playoffs and, and not produce at all. But that's the thing that scares me. They've got a lot of youth, but I don't know. I don't know if Boston's going to go to the Stanley Cup final. I'm not convinced yet. And they even the last look at they've lo- their last game. They lost to Buffalo four one. Then they lost to the Leafs the game before that. So, you know, Boston can go on a skid here, and then everyone will be saying they're not Stanley Cup contenders again. Yeah. Look well, at Columbus last year. They won 16 games in a row, and they were out in the first round. Just because Boston won 20 out of 25 or whatever it was. I guess, yeah, you never I don't know. Think, I don't think it makes them a Stanley Cup favorite. But anyways, let's talk about the Leafs getting Plakanitz. Good depth move. I mean, they didn't give up too much. They lost Kirby Reichel and Renat Valiev, who never really made their, their transition to the to the lineup. Well, even, well, a lot of people know, even watching some press conference with Mike Babcock, he always would talk, he'd always would mention Valiev. And it seemed like he really he liked him, but he There's even just, got called up at the earlier in the season. So I thought I was a little surprised to see him. Kirby Reichel was supposed to he's a big guy who was supposed to kind of be a JVR replace not a direct JVR replacement, but someone that who could be it. But if you look at like the depth charts, he was far behind all the wingers. The like, Leafs have so much depth; these players are not going to with Johansson playing the way he is with the Marlies. Miro Alton as well. Miro Alton as well. It was kind of just okay. If they both pan out to be great players, it's going to bite the Leafs in the ass. But you it never, won't bite but, them in the ass because their Leafs are still a great team and they've still got so much depth. And you can't sec- keep everybody. And it was a second round pick that we gave up as well. That's the second yeah. year in a row we've done. I, yeah. Honestly, Thomas Bohanics is nice because now we have even more depth down the middle. Better than once, Dominic Moore. Once. Matthews comes back, that fourth line is going to be literally Thomas. It could be Leo Komarov, Bokanics in the middle, and then Kapanen. Yeah, that's, like, that's a great not that's fourth not even line. a fourth. That's not even a fourth no, line it's anymore. Not. No, that's that's a second or third, not a second, but that's, that's a, third. a third. That's like a third. It's a, second solid, it's line. a good third line. Who can so play? So you can even. Second. But now you can. But the thing about Bokanics, which is nice, is that you can move him up into the lineup. Yeah, you can play anywhere. You can play on the penalty kill. You can you can move him up to second. He'll not even that because produce. even like because the big thing is that our checking our quote unquote checking line or the matchup line is basically the Kadri line, and Kadri is the one who goes up against the big the best opposition players. Yeah, but now you can give him a break and put Bukhanics out there because their lineup is not their lineup can do that job with Komarov and Kapanen. They can produce. They can go up and put in a good shift as well. Yeah, and also I alleviate agree. some pressure from Bozak as well because. Klanix is a nice. He's a nice. I like it. It's a great addition. It's a great addition for sure. He probably won't stay. The what, the rumor is that he's basically gonna like a rental player. He's a you know he's and like that Montreal have already offered him a spot back. Yeah. Well, so we'll see what happens. That that's suck. that's his decision. Decision though. I know, but right. it would just suck because if I, I guess if we make I it, ho- I hope he does well in the playoffs. Yeah. I hope he do. Even these last twenty games, you know, we'll, we'll get a little we taste will, of. What and we are going like. to face. We face Montreal in the last game of the season. Yeah. What are so the odds? Up, what are the odds that he scores against Montreal? Oh, he's scoring hundred percent. Matthew, they'll make sure he scores. Marno exactly. will feed him like a crazy like blind pass, and he'll score. But anyways, let's talk about the Leafs now, because they're thirteen two and one in their last sixteen games, and they are the hottest team in the NHL right now. I mean, they lost last night in a shootout to Tampa Bay, but you know, you're playing the Lightning. And it was their second game against Lightning in the last couple of weeks. So they were, I had a feeling they were going to lose last night, but they surprised me with how well they played. They came last back. Night's game. They played well. They had a great they had a good game. made an incredible save on the penalty shot in the third on Mitch Marner. The thing I love with the Leafs this season, it's impressing me so much, is how they're finding ways to win games and stay in games. 
Whereas, you know, they'd get down early in the third, they always find a way to tie it. Or they always find a way to win it late. Like they have against, they scored in the last minute against Boston, and they scored yeah. late in one of the other games too. The thing about it, they're playing finally into their strength. This is their yeah. offense. Like now. Well, like, the defense is playing well too. Yeah, but now the offense is actually, like Mike Babcock is letting the offense do what they do best, and that's just run, like, run at the opposition yeah. and score goals. So you know if the Leafs if he, the Leafs are ever down, you know they're really never down because no, they, they can always literally have come a back chance and to score. come back. Mitch Marner and Nazem Kadri are playing. It's been a complete resurgence for them. Marner, well, yeah. 17 goals, 53 points, replace, leading the team. Replace Leo Komarov with freaking... Well, you p- replace Mitch Marner for Leo Karmov, yeah. and yeah, that's what's going to happen. That whole line changes completely. Now you got Kadri on pace for 30 goals again. Nuts. And Marlo, Mar- too. What? Marlo has how many goals? I 20. Think? 20. See? But you see that, well, Matthews obviously is out day-to-day with that injury, but I don't think the Leafs are in desperate need of him now until the end of the season. Well, now that we got Placanics as well, you yeah. can just rest Matthews yeah. for a bit. Well, not like if he's ready to go, by all means, bring him back into the lineup. But if he's not going to be ready until the end of the season, regular season, then that's fine. You know, rest. But him. the thing is, too, now you don't have to really rush him because now we have no, the depth that's down what the I middle, mean. so you don't have exactly. to rush him. So you could take your time and imagine him being, imagine waiting and like or keeping him until right before the playoffs start. Like, yeah. have him refreshed. That'd be re- that's beneficial to us. One hundred percent. For sure, for sure. Uh, so now we look at the Leafs' schedule going forward. They play Florida tonight, and then they have what is this saying here, guys? We might run out of disc space on our show today. Oh, I don't. We know. Might have to listen to half a show. <laughs> no, I think I think we're good. Well, anyways, if it pops up once again, then we know we're in trouble. Yeah, uh, it would actually just stop recording. It was so, just so we should yeah. keep an eye on this. We'll then. keep an eye on this. But anyways, what were we talking about, Matthews? No, the schedule. The schedule. So the Leafs play Florida tonight, and then I think. Oh, then they've got the. Um, the stadium series game against on Saturday Washington. against Washington. Which eight, I am going to buy that jersey. That's a sick jersey. You know, it, there's mixed reactions out there. I like it. it. Some people hate it and some people love it. So I like to it. To be honest, I like it. I think the all white looks nice. White on white. It's going to. We're gonna not be, racist though, but like the white on white looks nice. Yeah. And it's it's this time of year where it's not going to be snowing in Washington at the time when they're well, playing. So you never know. Well, knock on wood. If it, it does snow. snow Whoa, that's an awful. G- no one's gonna, no one's gonna see anything. If that might be better for the Leafs though, because then they can sneak up on the Caps. The Caps won't be able to see them. Yeah, Mitch Marner will just, you know, slide, slide through. Slide and in score. DMs. Yeah, he'll slide into some DMs for sure. <laughs> he probably already does that. I, I don't doubt that at all. Um, so he has, a, he has a girlfriend, so I don't think he's doing that. Oh, he, he does. Never, yeah, he she know. went to your school. No, she didn't go to my school. She date, she dated a guy. I thought she's from Whitby. With. She's from Whitby. Didn't oh, go to my she school. didn't go to your high school. Anyways, so the Leafs have beat both Boston and Tampa Bay in the last two weeks, aside from last night's shootout loss in Tampa Bay. In your opinion, has anything changed over the last few weeks in terms of your opinion on how far the Leafs are going to go in the playoffs? Um, no, it hasn't changed. I still think, from the beginning I've said it, the Leafs are probably a first-round, second-round team. I hope they make it past the first round. I don't see them making it past the second round. But what is it, like? Why do you say that? Because though? The, in the last couple of weeks, the Leafs have beat both Tampa and Boston. These yeah, are the teams know, they have but, to go through. But, they can play with them and they can beat them. Okay, but you got to look about it now because the the way I look at it, all three of those teams—Tampa, Boston, Leafs—all have their spots locked in. So they're basically playing for nothing at this point. It's basically yeah. just to play for and see which position they're going to end up in. Yeah. So they're really playing for nothing. It's hard to keep the mo- like. It's it's nothing. I don't, yeah, but the I, Leafs aren't playing for anything either. But that's what I mean. So these wins don't really matter. Like they matter, but it doesn't really impress me. It's going to come down to in the playoffs. I just don't think our defense is good enough to hold to make to give us a steady run at the playoffs. With Roman Polak in the lineup, no, never. 
Never in a million years. Well, we'll see. I, I think they have a decent shot, shot at beating either Tampa or Boston. But obviously, it's not going to be an easy series. If they're going to beat either of those teams, it's going to be in seven games. I just, think, I just think the limit for them is second round. I don't think they can make yeah. it past the second round. That's just my honest if opinion. If they want to make it past the second round, Anderson has to be recording a 930 save percentage. Anderson, and has, to be pull score. A, Anderson has to pull a Halak from like five Montreal, I agree, Montreal, I agree, Montreal. I agree. Hey guys, so if you heard that whistle, that means we had a technical difficulty. So Stefan we had basically s- sounded like a beatboxer. Yeah. Like, like a remix. Like, I, I, I agree. So we had, to, <laughs> we had to stop and start this again. So we're going to continue the conversation. Uh, actually, no, we were done talking about the Leafs. So we're going to no, move we on. No, we were. No, we were just finishing talking about the Leafs. But I mean, we were at the tail end of our conversation, just talking about how far about we Freddie, go in the about, You were talking about how good Anderson needs to be for the Leafs to, and I was saying he, to do, go far in the playoffs. He needs to pull a halak from back in the day to drag the Leafs. And I, 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 I was, agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But let's talk about Eric Carlson next, because he stayed with the Senators, even though there was months and months of speculation I'm that he was going to leave the Senators. But honestly, I think Ottawa screwed up here. They should have traded. You could have gotten so much for Carlson. Now you're going to get nothing for him. He's well, going to. He could either walk in the off season. Well, no, he his UFA. His contract that ends next season. No, not this season. Oh, not at the end of no, this season. Next season. Are you sure? Yeah, 100 percent sure. I'm 100 percent sure. Yes. Yeah, he ends. His contract expires next season. So he's not going to be UFA this summer. No. But oh. what I meant by that is that the longer you wait to deal him. If he still has a slump, if he's still in a slump like he is, the more his trade value goes down. So you should have no, that cap- too. But then if they let him go to free agency, then they're going to have to battle with teams who are going to throw big contracts at him. And and um, sorry, Senators don't have cap space right now. No, they don't have money to throw around because they're also an internal cap team as well. So they have yeah. to play by totally different rules. Yeah. I think they should have traded him now. More like it sucks to say that because he's literally the best player. But you've got yourself into the situation. Where you like this was the best way to become winners, is that you get a haul for a Carlson. Like you literally could get a haul like what like the Lindros trade. That could have been a haul that you guys got. Yep. But now you're gonna and wait and hope. Hopefully he recaptures his form, and then his price goes up, and then maybe he wants to stay. But I don't know if he recaptures his form, he's gonna be asking for way m- more money. You still have that Bobby Ryan contract on your hands. Yeah. Oh, Dean Phaneuf's gone now. So Phaneuf's gone. But they're also retaining salary on that. Yeah. So it's not entirely so gone. The, yeah, the Senators are in a weird spot right now. Like, I, I, to be honest, they have no future at all. Well, like, they're not in a rebuild. They're, they're calling it, general manager uh, Peter Dorian is calling it a retool, what they're doing right now. A retool now. means it's a, basically still a rebuild. It's like half a rebuild. They're not, but he doesn't want to call it a rebuild. He specifically said he well, doesn't want to call it a rebuild. Well, you are in a rebuild. That's the f- fact of the matter is that you are a rebuild. That organization is a mess. Their owner is an asshole. Eugene Melnick is a piece of shit. Whoa, he is. I hate that guy. Yeah, it doesn't help when it doesn't help when you have a. He doesn't care about the president. team. He just cares about the money in his pocket. Yeah, so that doesn't really help your situations because he's not making things any any better. Easier. Exactly. He's trying, to, he's trying to move. He's trying to sell the team. But honestly, to be honest, I'm sick of talking about the Senators. We've talked about them all season. It's crazy. To it, think they're in the same position as the Oilers. It's just crazy. Oh, Patrick Maroon. We didn't talk about him leaving. Yeah, went to New Jersey. Yeah, that's for a third round pick. That's not he was that disappointed bad. that he left though. That he got traded. Well, yeah, because yeah. you're playing with freaking Connor. I know, David. I know. But New Jersey is not a bad team either. They, you know what? He shouldn't be disappointed. He's going to a playoff team. I guess it, because he was playing. Was he playing with McDavid? Or that was he has to play with Taylor Hall now? Yeah, but he's no McDavid. So, 
No, I'm just saying, like, he, New Jersey's a good team, so he's not going to a crap team. No, not at all. But that's a good deal because he's that type of, he's a big body. He's the type of guy that's going to cause a lot of problems for anybody in the Yeah, playoffs. New Jersey's not typically, like, a, a physical team, so it's nice that they got him. No, so it's going to be nice. Like, he's going to add some nice, nice size to them. Yeah, for sure. He's going to help them out a I lot. Like, I like New Jersey now. I, I, I'd predict them to get out of the first round. Depends who they play, though. Yeah. Because right now, are they in the top three in the division? Mm. I think they're one of the wildcard teams right now. So if they're one of the wildcard teams, they're not getting out of their division because uh, whoever's in first in, in the Atlantic will destroy them. Well, you never know because they, they gave the Leafs a Wait, New Jersey money. is in which division? They're in the Metropolitan, so they yeah. play the first. They play Pittsburgh in the first round. Who? Who? <laughs> Wait, really? would they? I'm no, it sure. depends if they finish first wild card or second wild card. Because Tampa is the better team out of the two divisions. So if they finish in the second wild card spot, New Jersey, then they'll play Tampa. If they finish in the first wild card spot, they'll play Pittsburgh. Well, I was just trying to find the standings, but man, this whole show so far has been about hockey, and we're yeah. thirty minutes in. So we're wow. Devils are third in the no fourth in the Metropolitan. Well, look at the wild card standings. This is divisional, right? Yeah, but it's not okay. From the I gotta find. You know, look at the wild card settings. Well, we can't have this dead air. You gotta keep talking, man. Yeah, wild I keep card. yawning a million times too. I don't know. They why are I'm in tired. the first wild card position. Yeah, so they would play uh, Pittsburgh in the first round. That's but not actually that. no. Philadelphia's leading the division right now. Jeez, <laughs> they would. It's very close. So holy crap, 70, 76, 77, 78. Wow. So they could play. Any of those three teams. They can face it's be one a dog of Philly, fight. Washington, or Pittsburgh. It's going to be a dogfight to the finish in the Metro. Columbus is in the second wild card position with 69 points. Yeah. Nice. So they'd play, uh, yeah. They'd play either. Well, they play Boston. They well, play the Tampa Bay right too, now. Next up, in, like, just underneath the wild card is the Islanders with 65 points. They're not out of it. Carolina is 64. They're out of it. The, the Islanders and Carolina aren't going to make the playoffs. They are, but they're in a the position where they. Eh, could. Yeah, but you lose one or two games, then it becomes super hard. Fair enough. Fair enough. Six points to make up at this time of year is a lot. Yeah. Especially when you've got it's a dogfight for the playoffs. But yeah, the Islanders are in a tough situation too. They're a very, very mediocre team. Tavares is leaving. You just wonder where Tavares is going to go. He's leaving. Probably to Montreal. Why would he want to stay in New York? In New York, well, team sucks. Well, because it's New York. No. Yeah, still. Coming to Toronto, it's a great, just as good of a city. Well, it, it's his city. <laughs> it, it is, yeah, exactly. But we may not have the money. No, I know. I know, I'm just just speculating. But anyways, let's move on to the um, to the NBA. Let's talk about the Raptors a little bit. I mean, what nothing's really changed the because NBA is they be- win. Yeah. They win every single game. You're almost. our resident now NBA expert now since you've been doing a lot of basketball. Yeah, I do so much basketball now. So you can tell us about the Raptors. The Ra- Well, they're playing convincing basketball still. I mean, they lost uh, a heartbreaker to... Milwaukee, uh, what was it last week? JV scored that scored with uh, like half a second left to send his well, OT. I then they, the yeah, dunk slammed it. Yeah, with half a second left, and then they let it slip away in OT. But they did have a convincing win over the Detroit Pistons last night, one twenty three to ninety four. It's not like overly impressive because Detroit's not a great team. They're sitting in the wild card, they're not the wild card spot, the ninth spot, ninth place spot right now. Are Raptors still first? They are, but they only have a ha- they're only half a game ahead of Boston at the moment. Now, do you think they're going to be able to hold on to that? Because I first, I, I said, hope they do. I said they. I don't think they'd end up finishing first before, 
Well, they've been in first for the last few weeks, and but it's it's crazy because if you're only half game back, things can change so quick. They lose yeah. one game. They were two games up on Boston. They lost one game. Yeah. Boston's won their last two, and now I it's half a game. I don't think they're gonna have enough to hold on to first. I hope they do, but I don't think they can. So, and they, it's it's honestly the one two in both conferences is a, such a battle right now because you've got the Warriors a half game back of the Rockets for first, and you know, obviously you've got Boston a half game back of the Raptors. So. If we look at the Raptors going into the playoffs, what do you think the best case scenario is for them? I'm just going to... If they the playoffs started today, would you rather play the 8th place Heat, who they've had trouble with historically, or the 7th place Philadelphia 76ers with Joel Embiid? I would, I would take... I would take the Heat. You'd take the Heat? Because we beat them. We I, beat, I'd take the 76ers. Because we, we beat the 100%. Heat um, last year in the playoffs. I was at that game. I was at no, I know. The game. They be, yeah, so... Yeah. They beat and them. They, we can beat two them. Two years ago in seven as well, they beat the Heat. But the Heat have always given them trouble, even in the regular season. They they lost to the Heat once this I know, year already. I know, but still, Philly, I don't want to face Embiid. Because really, on on Miami, who's the guy? Like, who who do you have to worry about? They don't they don't have one superstar Exactly. Player. It's just one yeah. of those teams that is that hard, that, that has, has a Raptors number. number yeah. But I would take my chances against them rather than freaking Philly with Embiid going off on us. I think they'd, Lowry would want to play Philly, though. He'd want to make Wait, a statement so, against yeah, them. I, He'd probably he'd probably play well because that's his hometown team. Exactly. So honestly, I think either way, because the Raptors aren't going to finish third. Cleveland's not catching any of those two teams. It's either first or second right now. But then again, those seven and eight spots can move up or down the the, uh, the standings because it's not it's not cemented from from three to eight or three to nine. Even you could say it's very close. Yeah. It's so not- so I think. If the season ended today, I'd, I'd take the 76ers over and the I Heat. And I would take the Heat. You'd take the Heat. I would take the Heat and <laughs> stay in the kitchen. But historically, the Raptors have been terrible against the Heat. I found a stat here. From November, from March 2010 to November 2014, the Heat beat the Raptors 16 straight games. Yeah, but that was four years ago. It's four years ago, but their record hasn't been that much better against them since. I would still take our chances now. Yeah. And the Raptors have a much more respectable 51-37 all-time record against the 76ers. So... But those stats are kind of meaningless because they show like the franchise history, but it's a much different team than it was. But yeah, we'll see what happens. It should be interesting. Uh, here's another question for you: Who do you think is the leading candidate candidate for MVP in the NBA this season? Has James Harden locked up this spot? I think it is James Harden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. I mean, Chris Paul are tearing up the league. So. Well, James Harden especially because he, like we said a couple weeks ago, he's completely changed the way he's played. He's become more of a team player now, and he literally is the driving force behind the Houston Rockets. He is. I think he has MVP locked up, no question about yep. it. I agree. I don't think there's really anyone else who can compete. He's unreal. Literally. The beard is so unreal. So good. Fear the beard. Fear the beard. James Harden. That's it. Now... Let's talk about the MLB spring training. Which I have not been keeping up with at all. Well, I haven't either, but there's just a couple things. Did you hear what Josh Donaldson said in his spring training interview no. about, about being traded? So, Well, not being traded, about re-signing with the Jays. So basically he said he wants to focus on the season, and but, he believed, but he's at like a crossroads with GM Ross Atkins right now. He admitted that they're at, they're at odds. Well, yeah, because, they're, now, because they're, you got to look at it for Donaldson. In Donaldson's situation... This is the moment in any professional athlete's career where this might be his last chance to get that yeah, big it's make money or break, deal, yeah. Right? So he's gotta he's gotta play his cards really well. Right? He's done a lot for this organization. I would like him to stay, but depends for how much money he's asking he for. He said he wants to focus on the season, but he also said that talks will ramp up at some point. Well yeah. So I think it all depends on how well the Jays do. 
in my opinion, through this in this interview, he basically said that he's likely done playing in Toronto. But you can't blame him though, because look what the, look what's happened with the team, and the team's in awful contract situations with like with uh, Russ Martin, Troy Tulowitzki. Yeah. Like it's not good, but. And honestly, if they have another terrible season this year, like bad, he's not going to stay a hundred percent. He's gone. No, he's gone. If they if they somehow squeak into the playoffs, which I don't think is going to happen, they it's might. Not, you never know. Then you know, and if they somehow can do some damage in the playoffs, then maybe he'll stay. But if they have a terrible season, he's gone hundred percent. He's gone because la- last season was horrible. Yeah, and lot- I, honestly, there's a be- there's a better chance this season that they'll finish worse than they did last season, and then they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, it's just we we all knew that this like we all knew that the Blue Jays of the last three years like making the playoffs that that wasn't we, that was our window was right there. Yeah, because we all knew that it wasn't going to last forever. Yeah, because everyone was getting older. These contract situations weren't getting any better, and we missed our opportunity. We missed our window. Yeah, we literally did. We had one of the best offenses in baseball, and we squandered the chance. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens in baseball. Now we got to retool. Look for the future. We do have prospects that are looking nice, but yeah, it's gonna it's it's gonna be sad because that's basically everyone pretty much Don Bautista's gone, Encarnacion's gone, and then potentially now you have Donaldson gone. Yeah, it's the end of an era, a short well, era. It wasn't even an era. The end of like it was yeah, a short era, very short era. But anyways, let's move on to our final. Item of the day. Well, the do wait. you know sports? What I wanna I wanna talk about something. The, the TFC are playing tonight. Are they playing tonight? Yes, in the Concacaf Champions League Which in the they, second, the second leg. They won. They won the first leg, right? Two nothing against Colum- uh, Colorado. No, Colorado. I knew that. I would not yeah. know why I say Columbus, but yeah, they play tonight. How many rounds are there in the Champions League? Wait, they play Colorado tonight in the second round. Yeah, second leg. The second leg. So. This Concacaf Champions League. What kind of teams are playing? There's no huge is, teams playing in this. Well, yeah, tournament. you got this. Is this is basically the Champions League for the Americas? So like South America, North America. So, so you, you got Mexican the, teams. Yeah, have all the teams from Mexico that are playing in it. And TFC have done well. They've reached. But could could they ever qualify for the Champions League? For the, for the UEFA Champions League? I don't think I. I don't know the exact. I think if you win the Concacaf Champions League, you do have. I think you. I'm trying to think. There really is no Mex. No, I don't think they can. I don't know. Because no, because this is completely separate. It's a completely separate. Because they were talking league. about. I was watching an interview when I was at my internship, and one of the, I think it was the coach or something. I don't know. Greg Vanny. Yeah, he was talking about uh, the TFC, like their ultimate goal being to play against like the teams like Real Madrid and Barcelona. So like, I don't know if that means there's a chance they could ever play in the UEFA Champions League. Well, I honestly, like I said, I don't know entirely what like how it works. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know what really happens. Yeah. It's something we'd have to look into. Well, for the next show, we'll look more into this and we'll have a serious conversation about this. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. The winner of the, the winner, whoever wins the CONCACAF Champions League plays in the, the FIFA Club World Cup, which is basically the winners, like the winners from each um, continent playing a final okay. tournament. So the winner of the Champions League, which is like where Real Madrid, yeah, Barcelona, yeah. Juventus play, the winner of that goes into this tournament and they face like teams from Tokyo, China. Right. And it's basically just like the the tournament of champions. So if, okay. the, if TFC wins the CONCACAF Champions League, they'd be playing in that tournament. Oh. And they would face the winner of the Champions League this season and the Champions League from Japan. No, for in Asia, sorry. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah, there's so many leagues. That's the thing with soccer. It's so confusing sometimes because there's so many different leagues and so many different championships yeah. you can enter and play. To be honest, I never really have paid attention to the yeah. CONCACAF Champions League because the, the TFC have never really made it that far into it. But now It'll I be will. interesting to see whether they could... I don't know. I would have paid attention to it too. It'll be interesting to see whether they can go far in like a big league, like a big tournament like this. It's going to be tough facing teams from Mexico. It's, it's a tournament that... Wait, no, no MLS teams ever won this no. tournament, right? No, it's been so dominated they, by South If they America. do, TFC just cements their reputation as the best MLS team ever. Yeah. Yeah, so... Anyways, let's move on to our final segment. Do you know sports? These questions, I'll admit, are a little bit tougher today oh because God, you've been thanks, doing well at this, so I had to make it harder. Thanks, of course. All right, so actually, you'll make it this first one. So question number one, it's a Leafs question. In what season did Tyler Bozak play his first NHL game with the Maple Leafs? Wasn't it 2009? Or 2009 what? 2009. Like 2008-9 like or 2009-10? 2008-9. Nope, 2009-10. <laughs> <laughs> he played... A few games in 2009-10, and then, his, yeah, that's when he made his, the question was when he made his NHL debut. Damn it. I knew it was 2009. 29-10. Uh, number two, how many teams has Thomas Vanek played for in his NHL career? Oh, God, I think it's like five or six. Yeah, what's your final answer? Five. Eight. <laughs> Jesus. He's played for eight teams in his NHL career. I know he's been around a lot. The last four years, he's played for four teams. God, he's been okay. traded. He's had a new team every year for the I'm last four years. Start. Number three. In what season did Kobe Bryant score eighty-one points against the Raptors? Oh, this is like I think you're gonna go over five today. And what? I, uh, was it? Was it the two thousand and five? What's your final answer? You have to say the full season. Two thousand four five. Two thousand five six. Oh my god! <laughs> you you've been close to all of them though. <sighs> You're really close. Actually, not the Vanek one. You're a couple off there. But the first and third questions, you're so close. Number four, where is the NBA All-Star game next season? Uh, they were talking about it on Sports and TSN the other day. Yeah. Uh, where? I'll give you a hint. Uh, smaller city. Well, that doesn't help. Um, mid. It's like in the middle of Toronto and Florida. That's actually no, it's not. It's 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 north of Florida, not too far north of Florida. I just spit on you, my bad. Yeah, you did. So I think I should get this point as default because you spit on me and threw me off. Let I don't know, freaking think of uh, fuck no, I can't I can't say that. Let it go um, away. I don't know. <laughs> what team? Sucks? It's in the East. It's in the East. That, that doesn't help. Are they good in the East? No, they're out of the playoffs. Like the the city it it. The city is out of the playoffs. Like the the team in that city, the NBA team in that city is out of the playoffs right now. Are they, they like have they constantly been out of the playoffs or like yeah they've been bad for a long time? <laughs> Charlotte, yep. <laughs> Charlotte Hornets. You got yeah. one. The Charlotte Bobcats. Yep. I always call them the Bobcats. The Bobcats. So be forever the Bobcats. All right. Question number five, and this is a baseball question. Oh, here we go. When is the Blue Jays season opener? Um, September. No, no, no. This like this season. The season, is it? It's in September. The season opener. No, when did they start the season this year? Oh, spring training. You mean like when? When? when no, do you mean? when's the first game of the season? Yeah, September. I'm guessing September. I don't know. No, it's coming up. It starts right now. Oh it's, yeah, so I'm thinking of playoffs. What am yeah, I? Yeah, you're thinking of playoffs. Sorry. Okay. Starts, okay. No, no, no. It starts March. 21st. 
29th. Fuck off. <laughs> this is awful. I told you there were harder questions. This is awful. One for five yes. today. This you got a 25% winning yeah, win percentage. This, 250 win This percentage. reminds me of my elementary school career. <laughs> you went one for five on a lot of tests? <laughs> no, one for like 50 maybe. If it was like a, que- a test out of 50, you went one for five on every five questions. Yeah. <laughs> that would give you what? Don't even ask. Five times them. ten, so that'll give you ten out of fifty. That's yeah, not bad. That's <laughs> not bad. That's horrible. I got it to university, so clearly I did something right. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. This program wasn't very hard to get into. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> Anyways, I'm like me in. Thanks, guys, for listening to another episode of ATW. Thanks for listening to our trade ever, deadline I, talk. I don't think we've ever called it. We've never called it that, but we've got to change it up every once in a while. After after the whistle. No, just keep Okay, after the whistle, whatever. Thanks for listening to our trade deadline talk, our Raptors talk, our Leafs talk. Our a little bit of TFC talk. TFC talk. Me failing the quiz. Francesca doing terror. I think we're going to switch up the segment soon. It's getting kind of old. Is it? Okay. Let's do something new. we got to do something that's like... Ties in like pop culture or sports. Like I don't know, something I fun, do, something I, fun. I'm good with pop culture. Yeah, I know that's movies. Be, be interesting. Music. We still haven't asked Adam about coming back on the show. We're gonna see him today. I told him to come sit with us today. We're inviting him back into the circle. So hopefully, yeah. Let's not tell him we did the show again without him. He knows. He, he knows. Care. He sees the post every week, every week, every, yeah. every other week. Anyways, thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, sorry about the halfway through the show. You know, the little pause there. Yeah, Stefan's MacBook is ancient. It's not ancient. I just have too much shit on it. Yeah, I, I don't even want to. I don't, don't want to get into what he has on his yeah. laptop. Okay, so we're just taking up all the space. And the wink, wink, nudge, nudge. 128 gigabytes. <laughs> oh, and it's filled with a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's it's not. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's really it not. All right, guys. See you later. See you later, guys. Peace. <laughs>